Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Legendary Steve Holman sings us in as we get going in our 3 o'clock hour. Chuck and Chernoff live at Hooters in Kennesaw. Pop it in your ways, your GPS. Come join us, have some nosh, and sign up to win the ultimate giveaway. If you are a golf fan, we are giving away badges to that uh, event in Augusta. Plus, <laughs> uh, thank you, a VIP experience at the Hooters in Augusta on Washington Road to tie it all together. Come on out, register for your chance to win. We're here until 6 o'clock. The audio fun bag with Carlos to follow 6 until 8. The 3 o'clock hour of our show is brought to you by This Stuff Matters. Listen to the new This Stuff Matters podcast posted at 680 The Fan's website under the podcast header or at thisstuffmatters.net. Let's all say hello to Charles Oliver. Hey, Matt. Hey, Chuck. Guess what? What? I used to hang out with Michael Jackson. I didn't know that. Hell of a party at Neverland. Show up. Me, Scooney Penn, Webster, Macaulay Calkin. I'll be honest, the Scooney Penn one felt a little out of place. The former starting point guard for Ohio State, but it sounds like a great time. No, First he was actually a front court player in that game of cocaine. Chuck, you talked over Chuck. <laughs> Double Chuck is how that worked itself out. Um... All right, so uh, you know what happens in one week? Uh, we play baseball. We for we, real. We play baseball for real. Uh, now today was supposed to be opening day. If the uh, players and owners would have, you know, come to some agreement before they made fools of themselves, but but they had to get it from fifty-one point three to fifty-one point four five percent. Everything right. So opening day one week from today at Truist Park, Braves and Reds. Maximum Freed will get the ball for the Braves. Uh, Reds will send. Uh, Taylor, Tyler, Mahi, Maher, Maher, that Molly, him. What's the difference? They're the Reds. We're the world champions. That game on the fan, remember, an 808 first pitch. For TV purposes, though, it's going to be exclusively on ESPN2. So we'll remind you about the, uh, the late start, 808, all the pomp and circumstance with the uh, banner being unfurled. And uh, the big uh, celebration for the Braves as they start their world championship defense coming up next week. Now, today... Yeah, it's not going to be Sonny Gray. You won't see uh, Suarez it, because they've got money. Gone. So Cincinnati will not play those guys this year. Uh, Kyle Muller started today for the Braves. Things didn't go well for Kyle. An inning and two-thirds, six hits, four earned, couple of walks, couple of strikeouts. And the Braves right now are trailing 5-1 to one against the Rays. The good news is only... Matt Olson hit a home run, so uh, he looks like he's probably rounding into shape for next week. Now, I want to re reference some numbers, Chuck, that uh, Dave O'Brien listed on Max Freed, who will start for the Braves on Thursday. This sounds like ace-type stuff to me. Freed has an impressive 38-13 and 13 record with a 3-3 ERA in 72 games. 69 of those are starts over his first three seasons as a regular member of the Braves rotation. That includes a 21-7 and 7 record with a 2-8 ERA, in 39 starts over his past two seasons, where he has 208 strikeouts in 221 and two-thirds innings. And I'll cap it by telling you he was the best pitcher in baseball down the stretch a year ago. 10-1, and one, a 1-4-6 ERA in his final 11 starts. And, of course, he pitched the clincher, the gem, against the Astros. He's still greatly hurt. underrated. He pitched it hurt. But, I mean, he's still – I don't think around baseball people recognize how good Max Fried is. I agree with you. It's funny, too, because all the projection sites on Max every year never seem to add up. They they just don't – his stuff is so good, yet it doesn't line up the way you would line up, uh, you know, some other top-of-the-rotation guys around baseball. I, I would tell you this. If you told people Zach Wheeler or Max Freed, they go Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler's good. Max Freed's every bit. 
He's got a 96-mile-an-hour fastball. He's got a nasty curveball. He's been a top-of-the-rotation guy for a team that's been in the playoffs now four years in a row. Uh, I would say, I'm just guessing because I know you're bringing this up, um, when it was Soroka, we were all already convinced. With, and I'm saying, like, outside of Atlanta, everybody got convinced. Oh, Soroka, all right, he's the next one. Remember, Matt, we were talking Flaherty, Walker Bueller, Soroka. Those are the next big three in the National League. And so now we're saying, all right, we said Soroka, but trust us, it's freed. He's got the numbers. Soroka, give me a date on Soroka where it could happen this year. Could. It could. Uh, you know, if you're being. June 1. No. I, I'm guessing. Two things. If it happens at all, and I'm not convinced it's happening at all. He's the best pitcher on the staff if he's healthy and right. I don't know that to be true, but oh. August. Chuck, he's coming off back-to-back Achilles surgeries. They're not going to rush this. That's why I said if they don't feel like in August he's 100, 100, 100, they'll wait and make 2023 the year. There's too much unknown with it. It was so, he was, man, so unbelievable. He pitched, the like, a th- he pitched like a 30-year-old. Yes, he did. The start he made against the Cardinals in the playoffs, albeit just one start, dude went out and was like, I think it was Wainwright maybe on the other side. He's like, I'm going to match you. He gave up one run in that game early and then was just nails the rest of the game. The stuff is great. The unknown about the Achilles gives you reason July. to pause. We'll say July. I hope you're right. I want that to be the case. Uh, the Hawks took care of business last night against OKC or what looked like OKC. Hawks won 136 to 118 for their third straight win. They've now won eight games in their last 11. OKC was was not fielding an NBA team last night. And this is what you're supposed to do against clubs like this. They had like 10 guys on injured reserve. So it was a blowout from the beginning. The Hawks made 15 of their 19 shots in the first quarter. They shot 79%, which is their best shooting quarter of the season. Trey had 19 in the first quarter. He had 30 points and six assists at the half. And they really, if they wanted to, Trey could have scored 60 last night. He ended with 41 points, 8 assists in just 29 minutes. That's how easy that would, it was Yeah, for that was easy. That's the word I was about to use, and it's not supposed to be easy at the pro level. Well, the Hawks scored 85 in the first half. Uh, Herter and Bogey had 20 each. DeAndre had 19. The biggest surprise, though, Kevin Knox. This is hilarious because I watched all of this. Knox scored 13 points in four minutes. <laughs> he just came out bombing. He for didn't score that much since he came over. Exactly right. He finished with 17 points in 17 Good minutes. Good for him. He needed that kind of game. And that Showcase was game. I guess. Uh, help me here. Uh, top four, Heat, Bucks, Celtics. It's uh, Bulls. No, Bulls have fallen. Heat, Bucks, Celtics, whoever. Sixers, did you say? Sixers. They're all within two games. Like that, right. That's where the action is the final week, not at the back end. Well, that, it's, it's nobody's going to be paying attention to the Hawks. Well, no, why would they? But right now you've got Heat with 28 losses, Bucks with 28. Sixers with 29 in Boston with 30. The Heat went into Boston last night and won a big game. Why it's interesting at the bottom. So the Hawks are 39 and 37 as we sit here right now with five games to play. They're still in the 10th spot, but they're only a half game now behind Charlotte, and they hold the tiebreaker with the Hornets for ninth. They're a game back of Brooklyn for eighth, and they'll play Brooklyn coming up. What you're trying to do is two things. You want to avoid playing Brooklyn at all because there's a chance Brooklyn does just flip a switch. Yeah, they play to the level of the talent. Or they just realize now it's, you know, it's, it's winning time? Oh, yeah, it's April and May. We, we play hard. So the Hawks are going to host Cleveland tonight at 730, and Cleveland's a mess. They've got injuries. I think Mobley might be out tonight. they got all kinds of stuff going on. It's a very long shot for the Hawks to get seven, but they're three games back of the Cavs. If you win tonight, you're two back, and they've got a pretty tough schedule. So it's not impossible. It's a long shot, but you'd like to win tonight. See if you can at least get to eight. If you get to eight... You guarantee yourself two games in the play-in. You'll start on the of the road against the seven seed, and then you would if you lose, you'd face the winner of the nine ten game. So you guarantee yourself a home game and two games. So I think it's a, a big deal if they can get to a eight in the East. Uh, today, what is the date? Thirty first of March. We are four weeks away from the end. Yeah, we draft. are four weeks from the draft. Tonight will be four weeks. We will be in Vegas covering. The draft will all be covered in sin. Vegas! That's right. All of, all of our rooms have showers, though, so we can... We can wash the sin off. Yeah. But then when you go back in the streets, the sin comes back. No, it's like communion out of a faucet. It just... I was uh, peeking at several of the updated mock drafts, and uh, let's be clear, the mock drafts are just merely predictions with no basis of fact, but they're fun. A ton of folks are convinced Malik Willis is going number two now to Detroit. Most of the mocks. That's where you would take your next franchise quarterback. I don't know that that's where he's going to go, but. Most of the mocks are now predicting Trayvon Walker goes in the top three. 
And the other guy that the mockers love is uh, Notre Dame safety Kyle Hamilton. So those are the three takeaways if you look all around at the mock drafts. Again, none of it based on anything that teams' war rooms look like, but I just find it funny to see those are the three takeaways for most guys. Now, I don't know if any of that's going to be right. But if Malik Willis was to go two, you know what Carolina is going to do at six. They're going to take Kenny Pickett because yep. they'll, they'll freak out and think we're going to get Everything our quarterback. Everything starts uh, slotting up. So let's do the math on this, Chuck. If Malik Willis was to go two, just pretend. Kenny Pickett comes off the board. It doesn't make Desmond Ritter better than he is. No, no, it doesn't. What I'm going to point to is the eighth pick in the draft. There's a chance somebody slots down to you that maybe we didn't think was going to be there. I don't think it'll be Evan Neal. Neal and Thibodeau and Hutchinson are the only three that I would say don't fall to eight. Did I, I tell you know. what I was doing with Evan Neal? I mean, we can't say fall because we don't know if oh, they that, were really you're right. high. You're right. I looked at a, one of those, and you can find these a lot, but I found a website. It had, like, a big chart with, like, 22 mock drafts in it. Yeah, and uh, there's one that's NFL mock draft database. Okay, maybe it's that great. was it. It's awesome. There tw- I think 22 of them. The lowest I saw anybody predicting Evan Neal was six. I was saying, is there any scenario where he's at eight And as far as prediction goes? So there are three guys that I think are kind of off limits as far as eight. And I don't know what the ball, how they're going to try and be ball players, but Neal – Thibodeau and Hutchinson don't seem to be likely to fall. But if you start injecting extra quarterbacks in the top, maybe. Well, that's the thing, right? If Willis, Trayvon Walker, and Kyle Hamilton go in the first three, four, five, Evan Neal goes in the first three, four, five, Kenny Pickett, because Carolina kind of panics and it's like we got to get our quarterback, well, maybe there's a chance that Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson or a, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau are, are there or Charles Cross might be right there for you at number eight. Not Detroit, what an awful franchise. This just in. But you'll get to watch that awful franchise on Hard Knocks. Yeah. So there's that. All right, let's get our winging it idea. It's time to wing it. Brought to you by Wingin' Burger Factory. With over 50 Atlanta locations, find yours at WNBFactory.com. Your winging it idea answers today will be sent to the Harris Cherokee Casino's Twitter feed. And I saw this one, and I'm just stealing it on Twitter a couple of days ago. Give us the movie you know you're 100% certain you've seen at least 20 times. I have my obvious go-tos. I've seen Back to the Future triple digits. I mean, I've seen that movie a hundred times. I've probably seen Casino and Goodfellas that many times. I've probably seen Forrest Gump that many on times. On my mind, because of yesterday's announcement, Die Hard, if it's on, I watch it. And Die Hard 2 is an outstanding film. It starts to sway a little bit after that, but Die Hard is, is the one. Die Harder. That's true. Yes. Yes, with Zeus. <laughs> uh, Dan Matthews. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Never got it. I, I never it. understood it. So many different things. I just never, I don't know why that never appealed to me. I tried with that Eric Idle. I, I, I don't know. Everything. I mean, right. the, the coconuts as horses. I, I don't, I know. The French. I've, I've watched. I just haven't laughed. The holy hand grenade. The way some people tell me they don't understand Mel Brooks, that's how I feel about Monty Python. I mean, I've never seen Life of Brian or any of the others, but that one, right. there was a trip to Destin one year. And Listen, we had it's your movie. You're not wrong. It's your, I'm just saying I didn't get it. Uh, Brandon yeah, by Joseph. the way, it's not an opinion thing. Yeah. Have you seen it yeah. 20 times? It's good. Yeah. All right, well, then you answered it. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't jump on you guys like, you know, music and beer snobs do. So, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, Brandon Joseph. I say Brandon Joseph. I think he went to take it down. All right, Hoyt. <laughs> uh, another movie Matt has never seen or doesn't get, Gladiator. Not my bag, baby. Not my bag. That's a whole lot of misery and unpleasantness to watch it 20 times. It's a badass movie is what it is. Oh, BJ's back from the bathroom. BJ, everything okay? Yeah, I forgot my afrin and just been I, I told out you of once sorts. You get, yep, you get addicted. The nose spray. Do you, you see how miserable I sound right now? And I'm not giving in to the afrin. I'm not going to do it. You need to. Fi- we need to fight this fight together. No, no, you're on your own. I'm an okay. addict. And I Wait, what's the fix. movie you've seen at least 20 times? Uh, probably the Sandlot. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. That's a tremendous. movie. It really is. That's such a well done. It's a perfect movie. It's a, you know what it is. That's in a, a. I have found this out not because I have kids, but no many nieces and nephews. Um, it is difficult to find stuff that both will not that you know the whole family can watch. No, that an adult can enjoy, right? And it's also good for the That's kids. A great one. Sam Lott is fantastic. So send us your answers to the Harris Cherokee Casinos Twitter feed. The movie you're sure you've seen at least twenty times. Uh, we'll give you a chance to win Chuck's dinner. You can't win. Coming up in fifteen minutes. Coming up next, though. 
The Braves have created the perfect situation. As far as I know, everybody loves the situation. It's a trade, which has not gone unnoticed by the best players in the game. And if you don't love the situation, I'll make you love the situation. Oh, that was Trey Young. That's actually Mike Sorrentino. Mike Sorrentino, the situation. Well done, Hoyt. Took me a minute there. We'll tell you about the perfect brave situation next. Chuck and Chernoff on the fan. Live at Hooters in Kennesaw, giving you another shot today to win the ultimate prize any golf fan could ever enjoy. We want to send you to Augusta with badges. We want to give you a VIP experience at the Hooters in Augusta on Washington Road. And all you have to do, show your face in the place here at uh, Hooters in Kennesaw. Fill out the registration form, and you can win. It's just that simple. We have some breaking news to talk about in a moment. After I remind you of the 3 o'clock hour, is brought to you by This Stuff Matters. Listen to the new This Stuff Matters podcast posted at 680 The Fan's website under the podcast header or at thisstuffmatters.net. The rich getting richer, the L.A. Rams, the world champs, have signed Bobby Wagner to a five-year, $50 million deal. Now, I don't know how much of it is is guaranteed. I'm going to guess not 50, but... The Rams just keep adding more. Yeah, an average of $10 million in that fifth year, maybe even the fourth year. It could be a two- or three-year deal. It could be worth up to $65 million depending on... With escalators and whatever. All right, here's the thing. I good think for him and good for them. I'll get real close on this. I think he's 30. Feels like they're in a different league than us. We're not even the same league. Yeah, their league, they it's a one-year league. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the most important season? The one we're about to play. He, he's, he is older, and he's gotten expensive. He's a badass. He's as good right now as he was two, three, four years ago. Who's He's gonna a be, monster. Who's going to be playing in front of him? Uh, Aaron Donald. Okay. Yeah. He'll be fine. Yeah. He'll be fine. Uh, your chance to win Chuck's dinner is coming, <laughs> is coming up in less than 10 minutes. So start filling up the phone lines at 404-231-1680. We'll see if we can't uh, come up with some winners on the all-new win Chuck's dinner. But first... I told you in the tease that the Braves have put together something right now that I think is pretty special. Let's go over what we know. The Braves have won a championship. They've been consistently in the postseason now four straight years. They're spending more than they've ever spent before, and they've created a really fun atmosphere. And don't disregard that last one. I'm going to tell you about that in a moment. We had referenced on the show before Ken Rosenthal at The Athletic wrote a story last week about how Carlos Correa and his agent Scott Boris called the Braves while he was still a free agent, to gauge their interest in Correa. That's interesting for a lot of reasons. The biggest is 20 teams were probably interested in Correa and called him to talk Turkey about a long-term deal. But the Braves weren't one of them for several reasons. They have Dansby. They had other priorities this offseason. I don't believe they really probably even considered Correa because of what some of the, the dollars that were being thrown around. But as Ken Rosenthal writes... The conversation between Scott Boris and the Braves never advanced to an actual offer. But at one point, Boris floats to the Braves the same terms that Correa received from the Twins before he signed the deal. He wasn't trying to beat it. He wasn't trying to one-up it to make a bigger market. He's like, here's, here's, here's my interpretation of that. Carlos said to Scott Boris, call the Braves. That, that intrigues me what the Braves are doing. See if they'll match this deal, the problem couple of things. The Braves under Anthopolis don't do opt-outs. Correa got two of them with the Twins. After year two and three? After year one. Oh, I'm sorry, after year one, it's a three-year deal. He could be a free agent. That's right, after one year. and two. Yeah. So they don't do opt-outs, and they also don't do no trade clauses. So that stopped the conversation right there. So it didn't make sense now, but Chuck, I'm telling you the God's honest. That makes sense a year from now for a lot of reasons. Dansby hits free agency. Mm-hmm. There is a chance, and I'm only going to say a chance, the Braves could move on from Morton, Kenley Jansen, Adam Duvall, and Will Smith which do all that together with Dansby if they choose. Now, they could bring some back, but if they choose to walk away from all of it, that's $70 million. That's money to sign Correa, bring a couple of those guys back, do other things that you want to do. That right there would be enough to tell me guys have taken notice. I'm not naive. The money matters. Sure it does. But you can get the money in a lot of places. The money was offered from the Twins, and Correa told Boris, call the Braves, see if they'd be willing to match something like this. That said so much to me about where the Braves are and what they've created in that situation. In this era of player movement, where it is about situation more than just raw dollars, when free agency came to each of the major sports, go back and look. 
iconic player said, where can I play? It's not about manager, facilities, who I'm playing with. It's we've never been able to make money. I want to make money now. It's different now. And previous years, it would be, or, or eras, it would be, well, if we didn't get the guy in free agency, there was no value to it. There's value to that statement there. Um, and as far as the raw dollar goes, if you're telling me the Braves sign a veteran fifth starter for $6 million or there's another guy for $9 million, I'm like, all right, that's 50% more. Uh, what's the big deal? Carlos Correa is about 50% more. Once oh, yeah. he and Dansby yep. are on the same open market, sure. I, I think Dansby's like $20 million a year. Correa's about 20. 30. Yeah. That's just Probably. rough. Yeah. So for 50% more, is he 50% better than Dansby? Because yeah. he's going to cost more. He is. Dansby's good. Correa's a game changer. He may be. But let me add to what I'm telling you here. I think Matt Olson signed a contract with the Braves, then he left money on the table. I think if Olson would have continued the next two years of his arbitration the way he played in Oakland, I think he would have gotten more money in the market. But Matt said, I'm from Atlanta. I love everything about this organization. I've seen it from afar. I want to experience it up close. Give me the, the guaranteed eight years. Let's go. What was it, 122? It was eight years and 128. Okay, 128. All right. 120-ish. And so I might be short, actually. It was. It, it ends up being it caps, it caps out at $22 million a year. That's what it was, 22 a year. I'm sorry. You're right. Colin McHugh. I'll, I'll use little, little Colin McHugh, who's a nice piece. He signed a two-year deal with the Braves for $10 million. The first year is only $4 million. There's no way he didn't leave money. He left money on the table. I guarantee somebody would have given him a cue more. The Kenley Jansen thing was the most surprising move of the offseason. Number one, I was surprised he left L.A. I was surprised he took a one-year deal. Word was the San Francisco Giants were hot and heavy after Kenley. And I don't know what other offers were out there, but Kenley looked at the Braves and said what I just said. Championship. Fun atmosphere. Uh, they consistently make the postseason. Good culture. And he's here. And the biggest one of all, did you see the Kirby Yates story? Yeah. So Kirby yeah. a year ago wanted to sign with the Braves, didn't pass his physical. Kirby called Alex and was like, I, I want to come. I want to try it again. So he came and took barely any money in year one. A million one this year. With money on the second year just because he wanted to be in Atlanta. It's like a million and then eight next year. Charlie Morton had the same offer from the Rays that the Braves offered him when he signed here initially. He could have been comfortable in Tampa. They went to a World Series. He's like, I'm going to go to the Braves. And then it got him a second year for $20 million. The other thing we've seen is the one-year deal guys are giving the Braves they're giving the Braves that, like, room to say, all right, I'm going to go there, try to have a good year, and then I'm going to go get my bag. Josh Donaldson got his. Marcelo Zuna got his. Hell, Dallas Keuchel, who didn't even play all that well here, got paid he was okay here. by the White Sox in a major way. I would have never thought a Carlos Correa would be a realistic option. It's not that far-fetched, guys. The way this is setting up for this team, spending more than ever, winning every year, have a championship. I think the budget's going to keep going up. I don't think Correa's that far-fetched a year from now at all it's weird what we do is start we major league owners and gms front offices and analytics folks do with starting pitchers the more you pay them the less you want to use them i think with the position player it's the opposite see correa and i've said this for years um you know bregman's shortstop at lsu bregman's best shortstop on that team and has been correa has sort of grown out of being a fast nimble just glide around shortstop he's still damn good he's supposed to be a third baseman at this point he's worth way 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 more as a shortstop and so that's where he's going to continue to play until he does get that end of the rainbow sort of contract but at some point somebody a manager is going to look and say dude you're a third baseman Can now you imagine him in this lineup oh no. my goodness i would like to Riley, Olsen, Ozzy, Acuna, Correa. Everybody else should quit. He's a cleanup hitter is what he is, oh. a shortstop. He is. Uh, he can hit him wherever you want. Hit him yeah. first, hit him ninth. I don't but care. But he showed up, and he's like, sorry, young guy. I'm the shortstop. And Bregman's like, all right, I guess play third. Let me correct one thing. Olsen was an eight-year 168. That was, I, I was 22 a year. I'm sorry. I said but, 122. It was 22 a year. What I'm That's telling what you I was, is I, I think he left money out there. Possibly. I think he would have been a 25 to $30 million guy when oh. he hit free agency. But, in, th in after two more years, see right. what's the market then, and then what is the market when he's getting paid twenty two million year three, four, five, six, seven, eight? Exactly. What's the market then? No question about it. So, I'll add one part of this too: is the snit thing doesn't hurt the way the Bobby thing never hurt the Braves. These guys like to be sort of left alone. Just treat me like a dude. I'm a grown folk. Let me do my business, and that's how snit treats them. It's another bonus as well. Oh, I thought you had something. No. Had a big old deep breath. No. All right. I'm doing it in, in advance. Get your deep breaths now because it's time for the all-new Winchuck's Dead.
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. It's suicide! You've seen him, you know how strong he is. You can't win! It's time to win Chuck's Dinner. Served up by our next Chop Shop, a fresh modern expression of the classic American steakhouse. Yeah, it is. Arnett's uh, down yonder, Brookhaven-ish. Um, it's just fantastic place to go no matter what you're after, whether you're going to thank somebody, uh, did you a solid, take him out for a fine meal, maybe it's uh, date night with the wife, maybe it's just you and a bunch of guys going out. Uh, Arnett's tremendous. Arnett's Chop Shop, I tell you all the time, bone in, best Caesar in Atlanta. They even have a dessert I'll have a bite of. Um, so go online, arnettschopshop.com. So our goal is to give away three gift cards if we can. But you guys have to do your part. We have three contestants, 60 seconds per round. Who is uh, doing the questions this week? Me. Brandon Joseph will be the host with the most. Very good. Uh, you guys all have a choice of categories as well that uh, Brandon Joseph will lay out right now. So if you would, Mr. BJ, what are the category options? Falcons jersey numbers. Okay. Rock music. Okay. And whores. Did you say whores? Horrors. And I said whores, yes, Domino. Whores. Oh. So there are whores in this house. Like famous whores. Whores. Okay. I, did. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Chuck is going to head to the isolation chamber. We're going to bring in Patrick, our first contestant here with a chance to win Chuck's dinner on the fan. Hi, Patrick. Hi. How are you? How are you guys? We're great. You ever uh, played the game with us? I am great as well. Yep. All right, good. We have a little simpatico, you and me, Patrick. I like it. We're on the same page. All right, Patrick, (laughs) pick a category. Falcon jerseys, rock music, or whores? Rock music, please. 60 seconds on his game clock. Let's see if Patrick can win Chuck's dinner. Taylor Hawkins passed away last week. He was a drummer of this Dave Grohl-led band. Foo Fighters. Correct. Dave Grohl was a drummer of this Kurt Cobain-led band. Nirvana. Correct. This Sweet Emotion band starts a new leg of their Vegas residency in June. Aerosmith. Correct. Fronted by lead singer Rivers Cuomo, this rock band is nominated for a Grammy this year for the best rock song. Weezer. Correct. Nolan Bushnell founded Chuck E. Cheese in this tech company known for Pong and Asteroids. Atari. Correct. Dying on this day in 1727, this physicist is known for his laws of motion. Newton. Correct. Who is the head coach for the North Carolina men's basketball team? Oh. Oh. Woodson. Incorrect. It's always the sports questions. All right, Patrick, hold on one second. Let's get Chuck back in from the isolation chamber. Chuck, that was Patrick. Oh, Patrick, was he excited to play? He was. He's bouncy. He's got some energy. Okay, so toes tapping, fingers drumming. He had a good vibe about him. All right, Patrick, I I want to hang with Patrick. Yeah, I like to cut him. We're going to party. All right, Chuck, here we go. Give me a big old deep breath. (laughs) Good. Very good. 60 seconds on Chuck's game clock. We'll see if he can keep his dinner from Arnett's Chop Shop. Taylor Hawkins passed away last week. He was the drummer for this Dave Grohl-led band. Uh, Foo Fighters. Correct. Dave Grohl was the drummer for this Kurt Cobain-led band. Uh, uh, he with Nirvana. Correct. This sweet emotion band starts a new leg of their Vegas residency in June. Aerosmith. Correct. Fronted by lead singer Rivers Cuomo, this rock band is nominated for a Grammy this year for Best Rock Song. Uh, uh, pass. Nolan Bushnell founded Chuck E. Cheese and this tech company known for Pong and Asteroids. Atari. Correct. Dying on this day in 1727, this physicist is known for his laws of motion. Um, Newton. Correct. Who is the head coach for the North Carolina men's basketball team? Uh, Hubert. 
Okay. Okay. Fronted by lead singer Rivers Cuomo, this rock band. Yeah, I don't know. 30 seconds to Mars. And correct. <laughs> so for the first time ever in the retooled oh. Winchuck's oh. dinner, we oh. will go to a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. Tie At the end of regulation, we're going to overtime. What did I not get? What was the answer? Weezer. 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 Lead singer oh, River oh, oh, you Weezer. Just like Buddy. Huh? 30 so, Seconds to Mars is a band, though, correct? It You're is. on the right track. All right, so how does overtime work, BJ? So I will read a question, kind of like the pricing game we played yesterday. There are special overtime rules in the playoffs. <laughs> Closest without going over will win a prize. Listener will have to answer first. That way we can be sure that they don't Google the answer. So Do I need to take my headset off first? Uh, or can I listen? I don't know how this works. Yeah. I tell you what, I'm going to take my headset okay. off. Matt will tell me to put it back on if okay. I need to. That's fine. All right. Very good. Patrick, go. your tiebreaker question. Aerosmith is the ninth highest selling rock band of all time. How many album sales? 85 million. Okay. Hang on, Patrick. Right, Chuck, Let's bring Chuck back on. in. Okay. Was there an advantage to having no. if I left it on? Not well, no. Right. But Give me the question. Just answer. Aerosmith is the ninth selling highest rock band of all time. How many album sales? Uh, album sales for Aerosmith, $140 million. You both went over. Well, it's not the price is right. That's, who's okay. closer? Closer is Patrick. Patrick you wins. Win, you win. You what was win. the number? $66.5 million for Aerosmith. He said $85 million. He's Chuck the winner. Congratulations, Patrick. All right, Patrick, I'm happy for you. <laughs> yeah, this isn't the, this isn't the price is right, by the way. You're allowed to go very over. Good, Patrick. Patrick, good job, my friend. Hold on. We've got an Arnett's Chop Shop gift card for you. That was exciting. You know, there was a time right. when Patrick would have his seven questions just like all the other contestants. And if Patrick didn't get the work done in seven questions and so-and-so, was that Patrick? That was Patrick. Yeah. I need to take it. I need a second here. I need, I need, a, I need a beat. That was exciting. Like, that was one of the more exciting moments on this show in years. <sighs> okay. Mike is our next contestant as Chuck heads back to the isolation chamber. Mike, you're on the fan. How are you? Doing great. How are you, buddy? We're awesome, Mike. You've ever played the game with us? I've never played. Let's do it all the time, though. You're a smart guy? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> right, we're about to find out, Mike. Here we go. 60 seconds on your hey, hands. Pick a topic. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. you got to pick between Falcons jerseys or whores. Are we having a delay here yes. or something? Uh, Is that what's going on? Falcons jerseys. Okay. Falcons jerseys. Very good, Mike. 60 seconds on your game clock. Here's your chance to win Chuck's dinner from Arnett's Chop Shop. Brian Finner and wore this number for the Atlanta Falcons during his 10-year NFL career. Oh, my God. Uh, 12. Incorrect. This number, 84, is retired in the Falcons' ring of honor as it was worn by this wideout from UAB from 2005 to 2015. Uh, white? Correct. This jersey number has been worn by the likes of Chris Redman, Matt Schaub, and now Kyle Pitts. Um, 14? Incorrect. Jake Matthews and Bob Whitfield both have worn this jersey number for the Falcons. Um, 44. Incorrect. In 1986, this Apple co-founder funded a spinoff of a graphic company named Pixar. Um, true. I'm, so I'm sorry? I didn't hear a repeat question. In 1986, this Apple co-founder funded the spinoff of a graphics company named Pixar. <sighs> this former vice president... All right, Mike, we'll see if that holds up. That was Mike's choice. He picked that category, and you can see why. Felt good about it. Hi, Chuck. Hi, what category? Uh, so Mike picked Falcon jerseys. Jerseys. Trusted his knowledge of that more than ladies of the night. We're going to find out about the whore category coming up in a moment. <laughs> Before we get too far, though, let's focus on this round. Give me a big old Chuck deep breath. <laughs> Are you done? Sound like you left something out there. There you go. Good. All right. Here we go. 60 seconds on Chuck's game clock. We'll see if he can keep his dinner from Arnett's Chop Shop. Brian Finner and wore this number for the Atlanta Falcons. 86. Fal Correct. This number, 84, is retired in the Falcons' ring of honor. As Roddy. Correct. This jersey number has been worn by the likes of Chris Redman, Matt Schaub, and now Kyle Pitts. Eight. Correct. Jake Matthews, Bob Whitfield, both have worn this jersey for the Falcons. Seventy. Correct. In 1986, this Apple co-founder funded the spinoff of a graphics company named Pixar. 
Say that again. In 1986, this Apple co-founder funded the spinoff of a graphics Jobs? company. Correct. This former vice president was born today in 1948 and lost the 2000 presidential election. Oh, uh, 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 Gore. The 2022 Final Four is being held in which smelly U.S. city? Oh, I think that's in Houston, isn't it? In no, no, New Orleans. Correct. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You missed it, but that's okay. You, you just beat Mike. No tiebreaker in this round. He got a few less than you, but that's okay. You Did I win. miss any? No, you missed the last one. Oh, I know New Orleans, right? Yeah, you this, said Houston. Yeah, you said Houston, which is I also a smelly city. Twitter war the other day. You beat Mike uh, six to one. Oh, I'm sorry. Mike didn't know any of that? Struggled. Had he played? He said Brian Finner and wore the number 12. Yeah, he, he said Bob Whitfield wore 44. Oh. It was okay. Why did, why Kyle did he Pitts wears 14. I, he would have been better off with horse. You think just some ancillary knowledge. I would think. Well, I'm as excited as everybody now to find out about this round as Chuck heads back to the isolation chamber. And we welcome in Andre on the fan with Chuck and Chernoff. Andre, how are you? I am doing well. How are you? We're doing great, Andre. Uh, don't get too horse. deep in this. What's that? I pick horrors. I know. How much do you think you know about the the subject just generally? Um, well, it depends if it's horror movies or horrors. Well, actually, I know both pretty well, so I'm pretty good. All right, good. We're covered then. Let's put 60 <laughs> seconds on your game clock, Andre. Here's your chance to win Chuck's dinner from Arnett's Chop Shop. This famous whore is often referred as the Hollywood Madam. Pass. This Atlanta Falcon attempted to solicit a prostitute the night before Super Bowl 33. Cornerback uh, safety, uh, it, pass. This celebrity was caught with a prostitute in 1995, all while mar married to Elizabeth Hurley. Hugh Grant. Correct. Uh, sharing the name of a Showtime television series, a male escort is often referred to as this. A gigolo. Correct. Before Google, this search engine was uh, uh, used involving a balding valet named after a character in a PG Waterhouse book. Pass. Dying this week in 1969, he was the 34th president of the United States from 53 to 61. Truman. Incorrect. This Final Four team holds the NCAA record for most Final Four appearances with 21. All right, Andre, let's see if that holds up as we get Chuck back from the isolation chamber. Hello, Hello. Charles. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. Who was the contestant? That was Andre. Did Andre enjoy himself? I think he had fun. All right. He had a wide knowledge of horrors and horror films. He said he was covered on both ends. I think, though, I mean, you walk around planet Earth for, what, 30, 40 years, you just pick up some knowledge of horrors, right? I'll take your word for you it. You watch the news, you read online accounts. I saw Pretty Woman. I mean, that, I, exactly. I, thank I, you. I They're all like cat. All right, here we go. Big, deep breath. <laughs> Damn. That's edited. That was edited. <laughs> Let's put 60 seconds on Chuck's game clock. We'll see if he can keep his dinner. From Arnett's Shop Shop. This famous whore is often referred to as the Hollywood Madam. Is that Heidi Fleiss? Correct. This Atlanta Falcon attempted to solicit a prostitute the night before Super Bowl 33. Eugene Robinson. Correct. This celebrity was caught with a prostitute in 1995, all while married to Elizabeth Hurley. Oh, Hugh Grant. Correct. Sharing the name of a Showtime television series, a male escort is often referred to as this. Gigolo. Correct. Before Google, this search engine involved asking a balding valet named after a character in a Jeeves. Correct. Dying this week in 1969, he was the 34th president of the U.S. from 1953 to 1961. Uh, Eisenhower. Correct. This Final Four team holds the NCAA record for most Final Four appearances with 21. North Carolina. Correct. <sighs> All right. What's up, Andre? You nipped Andre. How well did he perform? Little. Was he close? Did a little worse job than you. How well did I perform? You got seven out of seven. How many did Andre get? Less. How many? Be honest. How many? Two. Two. Oh, if you said like four, I was going to give him a card. So Mike got one. Andre got two. Patrick actually got eight. Eight? Well, I mean, he, he tied you and then got the bonus round. Okay. Andre, I was in a good mood. I was going to give you a card. Two. His whore knowledge was not that high. He's got to go back and study his horse. Get on that, Andre. Everybody's got a blind spot somewhere. It's his horse. 
So if we would have had Falcons jerseys for him or uh, what was the other one? The other one was uh, rock music. Yeah, okay. He might have thrived. All right, cue the music. Cards coming my way. Thank you to Arnett's Chop Shop. Everybody stop by and make a reservation. Mention 680 The Fan. I'm just told when you mention The Fan, they will take extra special care of you. Not sure what it means, but knowing Arnett's, they'll go out of their way. So go check them out at Arnett's Chop Shop today. Coming up next, for whatever it's worth, there's one local coach that has done something really, really well, and ultimately, it has no value. We'll talk about him next. You can't win! Chuck and Chernoff with you on the fan on this Thursday, live at Hootez in Kennesaw. Easy to find us. Just plug it into your GPS. The reason you want to find us. Yeah, you'll come and have a great meal. You can watch a bunch of games on the TVs here, but more importantly, we're bribing you. We've got badges to give away for you to enjoy the Augusta experience of your dreams to go along with a VIP experience at Hooters in Augusta, but you have to show up here, register to have a chance to win. Hooters Kennesaw till 6, audio fun bag to follow tonight. Stay connected to our show and all the latest fan shows on the fan app. It's all driven by Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com to see what wow, wow, really means. Download the fan app now in the iTunes and Google Play Store. So Chuck tells me one coach has done something really, really well, but it just doesn't have any value. Uh, None right now, and that's Jeff Collins. Perkins. For whatever he can do in March, because March is over after today, and they've already been done with spring practice for two weeks, and they've had cleanup afterwards, and so they're they're into their offseason. Um, for whatever you can do in March as a head coach who's been there three years and won a total of nine games, and you all know what the score is for the 2022 season. Everybody knows. And, I, I, again, we've talked a little bit about this on the show, but I'll, I'll say it plainly. It may not just stop with Jeff. We know how athletic directors get measured. It's men's basketball and it's football, and neither of those programs is where Tech wants it, so it may not stop with Jeff. I don't know. I'm just telling you what happens at a lot of campuses. Um, But what he's been doing, um, Kenyatta Walker, if you don't know who that was, he was out of Grayson, then he was down at Florida State. He basically is the recruit whisperer. Anybody worth knowing in the state of Georgia, whether it's a recruit, whether it's a coach, somebody with a program, uh, youth league that, you know, he played here since he was in sixth grade. Well, tell me about his family. The guy knows. He's kind of like Red at Shawshank. I mean, he's just somebody you go to, and if he says it, you don't have to ask anybody else. Um, Chris Winky. Say what you will about Jim Chaney. These are people who have had um, either success to, to I'll say, above-average success at a lot of other places. And Jeff Collins has reached the nothing-else-matters stage. Um, and it's there's, there's, there's nothing after the Georgia game for him. This, that, these 12 games determine what happens next. Um, Tech wins this season, or he and probably the entire staff on field and off, in my opinion, is gone. So I'll give him credit. However much you can load up on the coaching staff and have an immediate impact, he's trying to do it. So let me ask you, because a lot of people share your same opinion. They go 5-7. and seven. What's the decision? Who's making it? Todd Stansberry? Of course. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's going to keep Jeff Collins. He will, because the AD who hired the coach, give me any way to sell this. Okay. What if they're four and eight? I bet the top would try to sell it. So would I. See, that's why, and I talk about this a lot. The reason I bring up the records, I always think ADs and GMs are doing it wrong if in their mind, well, I would keep you at four or five and seven. I might get ready at four and eight. You're, so you're going to tell me one game changes the opinion on what you think you have now in this case this was todd's first major hire yeah so okay you can miss on coaches but now all of a sudden your uh margin for error is the guy hiring gets razor thin too because you'll get to hire one more you might not get a third hire the women's uh basketball team the volleyball team there are some athletic successes going on uh, on the flats right now that doesn't keep an ad employed and it doesn't bring money in them now you can argue the two Coaches right now in place in Pastner and, and Jeff Collins are complete unknowns. Even with Pastner bringing Georgia Tech to one NCAA tournament, on the whole, that's been kind of a flop. I mean, there's no other way to say what that's been. Yeah, they had, and I won't diminish it because there were how many other teams, including Notre Dame, were there 14 other ACC teams who didn't win the tournament last year? 
Georgia Tech figured out a way to do it. They got the win and a final, fi- whatever the hell but they you did. Didn't build on that. You didn't build on it at all. No, they didn't. And if there is, if there's any way to not diminish, but to add context to the one jewel, because winning the ACC basketball tournament, that's something. Um, then you add that context and it explains it a little bit. Um, I heard something actually earlier this week, Matt, that I don't say it horrifies me because I don't pay the bills down there and I'm not necessarily a tech fan. I don't root against them. I like when they win because it makes people happy. Um, imagine if Jeff Collins wins six games this year, they go to a bowl and they win the bowl. Now, who would tech play? What level of program? If they're six and six, they'll go play another six and six yeah, team. Of course. They'll play Stanford or they'll play. Uh, they, they win the thing. They're seven and six. Right. That'd be a huge success. He gets an extension. See, I would hope that wouldn't be the case. Not because I don't think Jeff Collins. They add a rolling year onto it to why, make it five. Why these ads make that constant mistake? The same thing with Pastner. The same thing with any coach. Why, who's in a rush to go take Josh Pastner? No or Jeff one. Collins? No one. He's, why would you ever extend him when you don't have to? It, you, they would because it's you. what you do. Well, you know what? Be the guy who doesn't do it. I agree with you, but that's, I'm telling you, win six, get into whatever level bowl game, and then go play. Whoever play, yeah, Minnesota. But they'll tell you it's because of recruiting. Seven and six, there will be a one-year extension to make it a five-year deal. That's that's a bad idea. That's bad judgment on not just Todd's part. Any AD who would do that based on one good year, I've I've always thought that's ridiculous. The the ultimate example with this, and I can say I I mentioned this on our show. I think day after the game, LSU beats Clemson the next day. Talked about Ed Ogeron, Matt, with a national championship still with fingerprints on it. There was no market for Ed Ogeron. Is there one other pro? USC had him. He went 6-2, and two and they were like, nah, I think we'll get somebody else. There was not another program anywhere in America that wanted Ed Ogeron, and he said, I don't want to coach anywhere else. What did LSU do? Here's a new deal. And now what he's doing? Fired him a year later. He's spending $16 year and million. A half. Right, $16 million in a buyout to enjoy the rest of his life. Good for him. Uh, I did want to reference something very quickly. At the Athletic, you can see this uh, Pro Bowl Confidential. This is something they did pre-COVID where they would talk to players anonymously and just poll them on different subjects around the NFL. So they didn't have the same access at this year's Pro Bowl, but they still talked to 20 NFL players, some of the AFC, some on the NFC side, and they just asked them questions like, for instance, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady for offensive MVP. The answer, neither. When they were pressed on it, players most times of those 20 said T.J. Watt deserved to win MVP. Thought that was interesting. interesting. Depends on the position. Considering and, he's a defensive player. Yeah. Offensive MVP, by the way, they just thought neither guy would have been the guy they would have le- they would lean towards Jonathan Taylor on the offensive side if they were looking at that. Wow. Most underrated NFL player on offense. This was a split vote. Hunter Renfro of the Raiders got three votes. Mark Andrews of the Ravens got a vote. Tyler Boyd of the, uh, Boyd of the Bengals. Mike Evans got a vote. T. Higgins, Aaron Jones, and Cordero Patterson also got votes. All of those guys are awesome. Uh, most underrated player on defense, Devontae Campbell got the most votes. Yeah, a hell of a year. Finally got paid. Randy Gregory, Trey Hendrickson also got votes. Trey Hendrickson was underrated? I think because... They're like 12 sacks. I know, but that's because the, the numbers don't get the same recognition for the name. Like, Trey Hendrickson is not going to register to a lot of people. I guess that's what they're saying. Favorite NFL city to travel to? Five cities, none on the East Coast, each earned two votes, tied for the most. Houston, Kansas City, Vegas, Phoenix, and Seattle. Then Chicago, Green Bay, Indy, L.A., Miami, Minneapolis, and New York. Least favorite cities to travel to. Four players said Buffalo. Four said Green Bay. It's cold. There's nothing to do. Then Cincinnati, Jacksonville, Chicago, Cleveland, Detroit, L.A., and Pittsburgh. All right. I'm going to tell you something, Matt. You experienced this with an NFL team. I did it for like eight years with the USFL. I mean, with USFL, with the uh, Arena League. But it's still a football game. NFL road trip ain't like another league's road trip. You get in, you go to the hotel, you have a meeting, a meal, you go to bed, you get up the next morning, you have a meeting, a meal, you go to the stadium, you play, you go home. Um, an NFL road trip is not really about going out and getting cray. I will say so. You would do a crappy casino. We got in 24 hours before games, so I got a chance to. The nights were fine when we were in Miami or we were in New York. We were playing. There were plenty of times on that Saturday night to get out. We were in crappy St. Louis. We went to a casino, but you had those Saturday nights to enjoy. That's why when we would stay in New Orleans, they would not have you anywhere near the quarter. They wanted you to work to try to get down to the fun in New Orleans. Um, Coach, you'd most like to play for? Mike Tomlin received the most votes with four. Mike Vrabel was next with three. Matt Lafleur. 
Packers head coach was next with two. And then Belichick got a vote. John Harbaugh, Pete Carroll, Sean Payton, Andy Reid, and Jeff Fisher. Vrabel, I think, has a lot of respect because, obviously, he you know, he's got the skins from being a player. But also, like, he's come up with really clever things. Like, he worked the rule book this past season and got, like, a free timeout. Um, so that's interesting. Tomlin first. I've told you, I've always loved Mike Tomlin. I thought... First of all, I thought he was the coolest coach in the league. I saw him one time. You know, Matt, the field goal kicker's out there, and you wait three, two, and then you call timeout. Most coaches, like, lean forward and jump out. Tomlin's just, like, sitting over to the side. It gets three, two. Uh-uh. He just, like, flexes his wrist. He's like, nah, timeout. Um, and so I already loved him. The fact that he got Antonio Brown to act like a reasonably normal functioning human for eight years, that's not nothing, folks. Antonio Brown, was it, was it eight seasons or Sounds right. I think it was eight seasons. And did you hear anything other than we got strange Wi-Fi in our locker room? They did like a, he and Ben Roethlisberger. So they, they did a good enough job until Antonio pushed it too far by recording his postgame. And he's like, all right, well, now you're not going to be around. But Mike Tomlin, the fact that, that that you can always look at the player, what happens when he leaves. Nick Saban does that at Tuscaloosa, same thing. Players were asked their favorite current athlete outside of football. Five responded LeBron, two Tiger, two Devin Booker, and then there were votes for Steph Curry, Chris Paul, Dame Lillard, Joel Embiid, John Morant. I don't see a baseball player on the list from the football players picking their favorite uh, players outside of football. Tell me, Devin Booker, he's with Kylie Jenner. Is that right? Uh, sounds right. All right, so how much of it is he's an all-star player and he's about to marry a billionaire, or are they married already? Do the uh, players in the NFL care about that? No. I think they just like watching him play. All right. I mean, I could be thinking. Think okay. I, I don't think they're thinking about Ky, uh, Kylie or billionaires. I think they're like, I like watching him. I could be wrong. All right, coming up next. Is his game distinctive like that? Dev's a great player. Oh, I know he's a great he's player. A great player. Okay. He's fun to watch. Dev, like, he's the guy, if you wanted to play point, he could. Two guard, he's fantastic. Shooting all, he's a fun guy to watch. He really is enjoyable. Coming up next, an NFL draft truth that should help break ties. We'll tell you what it is next. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. 